Al-Bayan Radio presents Prophetic Pearls, a brief explanation of the 40 hadith of Imam al-Nawawi presented by Nidal Ayyubi. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Salatu wa salamu ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa salam. Assalamu alaikum dear brothers and sisters and welcome back to our series Prophetic Pearls, a brief explanation of the 40 hadith of Imam al-Nawi rahimuhullah and today we have reached hadith number four deeds are by their final actions and this hadith also discusses the stages of creation al-hadith al-rabi' an abi abdir rahman abdillah ibn mas'ud radiyallahu anhu qal haddathana rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa huwa as-sadiq al-masduq إن أحدكم يجمع خلقه في بطن أمه أربعين يوما نطفة ثم يكون علقة مثل ذلك ثم يكون مضغة مثل ذلك ثم يرسل إليه الملك فينفخ فيه الروح ويؤمر بأربع كلمات بكتب رزقه وأجله وعمله وشقي أم سعيد فوالله الذي لا إله غيره إن أحدكم ليعمل بعمل أهل الجنة حتى ما يكون بينه وبينها إلا ذراع فيسبق عليه الكتاب فيعمل بعمل أهل النار فيدخلها وإن أحدكم ليعمل بعمل أهل النار حتى ما يكون بينه وبينها إلا ذراع فيسبق عليه الكتاب فيعمل بعمل أهل الجنة فيدخلها رواه البخاري ومسلم On the authority of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud رضي الله عنه who said the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم said Verily the creation of each one of you is brought together in his mother's womb for 40 days in the form of a nutfa, a drop or a drop of fluid then he becomes a alaqa, clot of blood for a like period then a mudra, morsel of flesh, for a like period. Then there is sent to him the angel who blows his soul into him and who is commanded with four matters to write down his sustenance, his lifespan, his actions and whether he will be happy or unhappy, meaning whether or not he will enter paradise. By the one other than whom there is no deity, verily one of you performs the actions of the people of paradise until there is but an arm's length between him and it and that which has been written overtakes him, and so he acts with the actions of the people of the hellfire and fast enters it. And verily, one of you performs the actions of the people of the hellfire until there is but an arm's length between him and it, and that which has been written overtakes him, and so he acts with the actions of the people of paradise and fast he enters it. This hadith is found in both Sahih al-Bukhari and Muslim. This hadith is an important hadith because it describes the creation of human beings. This hadith also points to the belief in Qadr and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has foreknowledge of what everyone will do in this world. Now a bit about the narrator of this hadith. The narrator of this hadith is Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiyallahu anhu. His kunya was Abu Abdul Rahman. He died in the year 32 after Hijrah or 652 CE. And he was also known as Ibn Umm al-Abd and he was from a very poor family. Now it's mentioned that he was the sixth person to embrace Islam. His mother was also an early convert to Islam. 
and he was the first person it's mentioned to publicly recite the Quran in Mecca and he did migrate to Abyssinia and then to Medina and he participated in all the battles of the Prophet and he was very very close to the Prophet and therefore was aware of many of the personal aspects of the Prophet unknown to others. He died in Medina at the age of 60 as we mentioned in the year 32 after Hijrah. Now he related it's mentioned about 848 hadith but he was best known for his knowledge of the Quran. Prophet he said take the Quran from four Abdullah, meaning Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, Salim, the Mawla or the client of Abu Hudayfa, Mu'adh ibn Jabal, and Ubay ibn Ka'b. Now, if ever the name Abdullah is mentioned alone in the narrations, it is reference to Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu. And he was also given a post in Kufa, and he laid down the groundwork there for its school of fiqh. And when he mentioned hadith of the Prophet he would often tremble and sweat out of fear of making any mistakes in the Prophet's words. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud in this great hadith, he said about the Prophet, he gave him the title, The Truthful, The Believed. And this means that the Prophet was truthful in his speech, and that he was believed in whatever he came with of the wahi, the revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, Shaykh Jamal al-Din al-Zarabozo, he mentions in his commentary on the 40 hadith that there is a mistake in some of the texts of the 40 hadith in which the word nutfa or a drop of fluid is incorrectly added to the hadith. And he quotes that the word nutfa has been incorrectly added to the text. It is not mentioned in any of the existing sources of the sunnah. However, it is found in some of the books of the later writers, such as the hadith number four, the hadith we're currently studying from Imam Nawi's 40 hadith. It seems, he quotes, that it was mentioned to make the sentence clearer. And then afterwards, the people thought it was part of the hadith and included it as such. In reality, the existence of that word in the hadith changes in some way the meaning of the hadith. While the original text of the hadith makes it clear that the fetus goes through all three stages, meaning the nutfa, the alaqa, and the mudra, in the first 40 days, the added word gives it a different meaning. And, and accordingly, it gives it the meaning that the stages take place in the first four months. And he quotes that it is clear from modern day science as such is not correct. Then he goes on to say, with, with this word missing, meaning nutfa, the hadith can be understood in the following manner, which is, surely each of you is brought together in his mother's stomach for 40 days. It is then a clean object during the same period, then is a lump looking like it has been chewed during the same period. Hence, all these stages take place in the first 40 days. This way of understanding the hadith is not only consistent with what is considered today scientific fact, but more importantly, it is exactly consistent with other narrations related to this topic. He also said that the vast majority of scholars and commentators of the hadith understand this hadith to mean that the three stages of the fetus take place over a period of 120 days. This leads them to the conclusion that the soul is breathed into the womb after that period, meaning after 120 days. This conclusion uh, in turn leads to other important conclusions. Wallahu alam. Now this hadith mentions the stages of human development. When the Prophet ﷺ said, surely each one of you is brought together in the womb of his mother for 40 days. It is then therein a clinging object during this period. Thereafter it is therein a lump looking like it has been chewed during this period, which is another translation. So the first words, certainly the being of each of you or the creation of each of you is brought together in the womb of his mother. Here yajma'u meaning brought together because the child forms from two kinds of fluid the fluid of the male and that of the female 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Insan, Verily we have created man from a nutfa, drops of mixed semen, the discharge of man and woman. Now amshaj means that which is combined. And it's mentioned in Lisan al-Arab that it means it's a mixture of any two colors and it is said that it is the mixture of red and white and they said it is any two things that mix. In another verse Allah says, Proceeding from between the backbone and the ribs. That is the backbone of the male and the ribs of the female. So the child is brought to being from two kinds of fluid. The fluid of the man and the fluid of the woman. Nutfa in Arabic means very little water or a drop of water. Alaka in Arabic has several meanings. Number one, a leash that lives in ponds and sucks the blood of other creatures. Two, a thing attached or clings to something else. And three, clotted blood. Now, mudra in Arabic means the material chewed by teeth. And subhanAllah, this gives an accurate description of the embryonic stage as the embryo shape looks like a chewed material which constantly changes. Allah also mentions the stages of development in the Quran in Surah Al-Hajj when he says, Ya ayyuhannasu in kuntum fi raybim min al-ba'thi fa inna khalaqnakum min turab. فَإِنَّا خَلَقْنَاكُمْ مِنْ تُرَابٍ ثُمَّ مِنْ نُطْفَةٍ ثُمَّ مِنْ عَلَقَةٍ ثُمَّ مِنْ مُضْغَةٍ ثُمَّ مِنْ مُضْغَةٍ مُخَلَّقَةٍ وَغَيْرِ مُخَلَّقَةٍ لِنُبَيِّنَ لَكُمْ Oh mankind, if you are in doubt, Concerning the resurrection, then verily we have created you from dust, that is Adam, then from a nutfa, then from a alaqa, then from a mudra, some formed and some unformed, meaning miscarriage, that we make it clear for you that Allah has the ability to create and resurrect. So in this verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the first three stages of development of the fetus that we have mentioned in the hadith. Also, in another place in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions seven different levels of creation and development that mankind has gone through. He says, and indeed we created man meaning adam out of an extract of clay meaning water and earth then we made him the offspring of adam as a nutfa which is a mixture of male and female sexual fluid in a safe lodging meaning the womb of the woman then we made the nutfa into an object that clings then we made the clinging object into a chewed up looking lump then we made out of the chewed up looking lump bones then we clothed the bones with flesh 
Then we brought it forth as another creation. So blessed be Allah, the best of creators. And this is mentioned in Surah Al-Mu'minun. The next part of the hadith, he blows the spirit into it. And the spirit by which it will move and the spirit of existence. Mankind, my dear brothers and sisters, has been unable to discover the reality of the spirit or the soul. And it is one of the secrets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The soul is one of the secrets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says in the Quran, And they ask you, O Muhammad, concerning the ruh, the spirit. Say the ruh, it is one of the things, the knowledge of which is only with my Lord, and of knowledge you mankind have only been given a little, or you mankind have been given only a little, meaning a little knowledge. So no one really knows the reality of the spirit. It is something which the angel comes with and blows into the fetus and then it moves and becomes alive by the permission and will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as we know at the time of death, the spirit goes out, the ruh leaves the body and the body ceases to be alive and becomes a corpse. But as long as the body contains the ruh, it is alive. But when it leaves, it is of two things. We mentioned one, death, and the second one, the minor death, which is sleep. And Allah mentions this in the Quran. When your soul leaves your body for sleep, Allah says, it is he who takes your soul by night, meaning when you are asleep and has knowledge of all that you have done by day, then he raises you, wakes you up again. The next part of the hadith and is ordered with four words. The angel is ordered to record four words. The writing of the wealth or the provision or sustenance, rizq, a lifespan, work, and whether it will be successful, happy or unsuccessful. So we know from this narration that person will only get what has been written for him, what has been decreed for him. And as we know from other narrations and other verses, Allah knows by his knowledge what we are going to do, but we are given a choice. So Allah will make the doing of good deeds easy for the pious, and likewise the wretched, he will make doing of bad deeds easy for them. So Allah makes it easy for the person to do good if he desires good and he chooses good and he makes it easy for the one who wants to do evil to do evil. And Allah mentions this in the Quran. As for him who gives in charity and keeps his duty to Allah and fears him and believes in Al-Husna, we will make smooth for him the path of ease, the path of goodness, as is mentioned in Surah Al-Layl. And he also said the opposite. But he who is greedy, who is a miser, and thinks himself self-sufficient and gives lie to Al-Husna, we will make smooth for him the path of evil. So the servant is the cause of his goodness, of his success, and is also the cause of his evil and failure. He is the means to these actions. And Allah decrees for the servant according to his actions and intentions. Now my dear brothers and sisters, we have to understand that our sustenance is written for us. Our lifespan is written for us. So we always have to keep this in mind. Naam, strive to earn a living. Naam, strive to earn sustenance. 
Make sure it's halal. And then whatever you receive, be happy because it's written for you. And you only receive what has been written for you. And also, my dear brothers and sisters, our lifespan is decreed. Does this mean we give up and wait for our lifespan to end? No, it means we work hard until Allah decides to take our soul, as it has been already decreed. But we need to work hard. Work hard to do the most actions we can because Allah knows what we're going to do, but we don't know. So we have to work hard until Allah takes our soul so we can be from the happy ones, the people of paradise. Now some of the scholars said that these are the words, the following words, are the words of Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu an. And some have said it is the words of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The words read, I swear by the one whose hand is my soul. This is Prophet sallallahu or Ibn Mas'ud promising by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when a promise or oath is taken, it is to show emphasis and importance of the matter being promised for. Next part of the hadith, that one of you will act upon the deeds of the people of paradise, who will do the, the deeds of the people of paradise, until that between him and it is only a cubit or an arm's length, then that which is written overtakes him. Meaning that is what is preordained upon him and written for him. And he acts upon the deeds of the people of the fire. So he becomes the cause since he was the one who acted and then he enters it, meaning he enters the fire. We seek Allah's protection. The next part of the hadith mentions, and one of you will act upon the deeds of the people of the fire until that between him and it is only a cubit, an arm's length, a short distance. Then that which has been written overtakes him and he acts upon the deeds of the people of the paradise and enters it. This part of the hadith, my dear brothers and sisters, points to the fact that deeds are by their ends. And that what really matters is what a person dies upon. And the Prophet ﷺ, he said, Person does the deeds of the people of hell while he is from the people of paradise. And a person does the deeds of the people of paradise and he is from the people of hell. And verily the deeds are based on their final deeds. This hadith is found in Sahih al-Bukhari. My dear brothers, this is a very scary thought. Think about this. Think about this for a second. That you may be doing good deeds and then towards the end of your life, a short time before your death, you may be misguided and fall into wrong. We seek Allah's protection. So every Muslim should be on guard, should be aware and try to the best of his ability or her ability to stay on the straight path. Never become too happy and think you're safe. No, always be on guard, always be alert. Always ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep you firm. Do as much good deeds as you can according to the Quran and the Sunnah. Always try to strengthen your faith, to revive it, to keep it strong. And always stay away from things which weaken your iman, which damage your faith. Because you don't know that this deed that you have lightened, you think it's light, may lead you astray and you may die shortly after we seek Allah's protection. And this should remind us that a person's heart constantly changes. You don't know. It can change easily. The Prophet ﷺ himself, he used to constantly make dua and say, Ya muqallib al-qulub, thabbit qalbi ala deenik. Now change of the hearts. Make my heart firm upon your religion. The companions, when they saw this from the Prophet ﷺ, they asked him, Ya Rasulullah, amanna bika wa bima jikta bih, fahal takhafu alayna. The companions asked, a messenger of Allah, we have believed in you and what you have brought. Do you fear for us? Qala na'am. Prophet ﷺ said, yes. Verily the hearts are between the two of Allah's fingers and he turns them any way he wills. And this hadith is found in the Sunan of Imam Al-Tirmidhi and has been declared as Sahih by Shaykh Al-Albani Rahimuhullah. And also Sahih Muslim has something very similar to the last portion of this hadith. Shaykh Al-Islam Tamir, he said, this hadith and similar 
reports point to two concepts. Number one, the prior decree, which means that Allah already knows who are the people of paradise and who are the people of hell before they do any deeds. Number two, that Allah knows all things the way they are and he has made for things means that may lead to these things. So he knows that these things could result from these means. As he knows that this man may have a child by means of having intercourse with a woman that makes her pregnant. If this man says, Allah knows that I'm going to have a child, so there is no need for me to have intercourse, then he is a fool. Because Allah knows that it will come about by means of what he has decreed of intercourse. Likewise, a man knows that crops will grow as a result of his watering the seeds he has planted but if he says he knows that it will happen so there is no need to plant seeds then he is ignorant and misguided Allah knows what will come by those means so Allah knows who's going to enter paradise who's going to enter hell and he has given the means to enter each one you want paradise follow the Quran and Sunnah and those who don't those who disobey Allah those who die on shirk will have the fire so in conclusion this hadith teaches us many things number one the majority of the scholars have understood this hadith to mean that the fetus passes through three stages of nutfa, alaqa and mudgha each stage takes 40 days for a total of 120 days and others have said that the three stages occur during the first 40 some odd days after conception Wallahu alam. also we learn from this hadith that each child which is born is born with its sustenance and how long it will live and what it will do and how it will fare even before it is born subhanallah al-azim allah knows the past and and knows the future of this child and he knows how this child will be also we learn from this hadith that since life sustenance and ability and existence is in the hands of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, and taken care of by him the one who knows this will not become deceitful or desperate about these things but he will worship allah constantly and patiently we also learn from this hadith that the results are in the hands of allah one must do what one knows is best according to his deen we do it as much as we can then we leave it in the hands of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we rely on allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so upon us to do the actions to take the means as we mentioned before and then rely on allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we also learn from this hadith that one never knows how a person will change either for good or for bad so we should never stop trying always try to do good always ask allah to keep us steadfast on the path of islam until we meet him and we also learn from this hadith when the prophet made the oath by allah to emphasize something and this is permissible and finally we should always seek refuge with allah from being deviated or lapsing into evil because as we know our, our actions are based upon the final ones we do in this life before we meet allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we ask allah to keep us firm and steadfast on islam wallahu a'lam